0: Hello, this is Brandon from Motivational Speech Podcast. I have a great gift for you. I'm sharing some of the highly valuable, life-changing free audiobooks. You can find the audiobooks link in the description. These audiobooks can change your life, so don't waste them. And I've f-ed up in the past, mm-hmm. and I've I will f- up again, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna own this. Like yeah. that is the true hero's choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's also the fact that you're fallible is no excuse for not taking responsibility. You've got to check yourself against against your own the, the the high probability of your own fault. You're actually a community of individuals stretched out across time, and the plans that you implement have to be beneficial for that entire community of individuals. And it's going to be the case that there isn't much difference between you acting properly with regards to your extended temporal self and you acting properly in relationship to other people. Well, you're gonna take responsibility for that? You're really gonna do that, are you? That's a hell of a load, man. And so it's daunting to even consider that. And then there's the discipline and responsibility that that necessitates, which is also daunting. It's like, oh my God, the problem's that serious. I'm really gonna to have to get my act together in order to not contribute to it, much less solve it. Yeah. And so the problem is terrible. And then the, the solution is daunting. But the upside of that is, is like, well, there isn't anything better to have than a problem that's worth solving. What does it mean? Well, it doesn't mean, geez, I hate getting up at eight o'clock in the morning to get ready for work. That just means that you're not very disciplined, you know, or, or maybe that it might mean something deeper, but I'd start with lack of discipline before, you know, rearranging your whole life. Because you might say, well, I hate getting up at eight o'clock in the morning no matter what I'm doing, and then it's not your job. I don't mean don't do difficult things. I mean, watch yourself, and if you see that you're doing things that make you hate yourself, then consider the cost of continuing. You can even look at the way that you evaluate your past. When you upheld your responsibilities, did that improve your quality of life? Even though it might have been difficult, and you know, generally people say yes to that we derive a certain amount of satisfaction from past accomplishments and generally in proportion to their difficulty. And so if that's not true, fair enough. And I mean, there's variation. Highly open people tend to take more delight in extraordinarily creative ventures and extroverted people in being with other people. Conscientious people are more duty focused, but it doesn't really matter, It's it's still responsibility. So the more of that you take on, the more you have a reason to get out of bed in the morning, no matter what. Like, I'm getting up, I'm trudging forward. It doesn't matter what I'm suffering from. I've got things that need to be done. They're necessary. And that gives you that sense of purpose that is the antidote to bitterness. You yeah. can start badly. And that's a useful thing to know, too, is like, you, you know, you can improve your life a little bit at a time. And it's very difficult to be all in. You know, we yeah. talked about that earlier. Who knows who you could be if you were everything you could be? That is, that is an, a limitless case. You know, what would it be like if you stopped doing all the stupid things that you're doing and took advantage of all the opportunities that came your way and aimed at the highest good? Who knows what you could be? You could certainly be more than you are. Everyone knows that, I think, and everyone suffers that knowledge. Yeah, there's lots of reasons to. You know, because I thought for a long time, imagine that, Imagine you have a choice in front of you cuz you do. So here's the choice. Your life life is either meaningful or meaningless. Okay? So let's go through the meaningless part first. Cuz you think, "Well, of course I don't want it to be meaningless." It's like, "Yeah. Just hold on a second. Nothing you do matters." And so impulsive pleasure is the order of the day. No responsibility. That's you can do whatever you want. It's like Pleasure Island in Pinocchio. Right? Or it's the, it's like Neverland in in in, in Peter Pan. You're still a kid, you can play all the time. Yeah. Impulsive pleasure and and no responsibility. That's the reward for meaninglessness. Okay. And well, you know, there's something to be said about yeah. that. And powerlessness to mm-hmm. a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but then the, the other side is, okay, well, let's say you want your life to be meaningful, it's like, okay, then what you do matters. It actually matters, right? You make a mistake, hurts you, hurts your family, hurts the world in a deeper way than you think. And you have to be awake to that. And then you have to take it on yourself. Aim at it as you move toward it, you'll get wiser. Then maybe your aim will change. That's okay. but at least it'll change in an informed way. It's like discipline yourself in one dimension see what happens. Well, that's exciting. And I think that's something that's open for everyone. You can do that. I shouldn't say that because I don't believe that. I think you can find yourself in a situation that's so dire that you don't, there's no escape from it, but that doesn't matter because this still, this is, the hero myth might not be, the best we have might not always work, but it's still the best we have. And the fact that it might not work doesn't mean we should throw it away. It's still the best we have I mean everyone dies and so we fail in some sense the fact that a symphony ends doesn't mean that it wasn't worth listening to people might be annoyed at you because you're more successful on some dimension than they are and perhaps that hurts but well if to deal with that we'd have to eradicate the possibility of ever being better at anyone, of anyone ever being better than anyone else at anything. And it doesn't seem to me that we want to push equality that far. Yeah, that would be a nightmare for sure. Yes. And I think at the dark, the darkest edges of the demand for equality have that horror at, at the root. It's like, well, you're going to take away from everyone what they have to offer by insisting that Everything is equal. It's like, no, no. You want people to be able to trade the best they have with other people. That's a good deal for everyone. Because it is the ultimate ideal. It has a religious element. It's compelling. It's a judge. Why is it a judge? Well, if you fall short of the ideal, your conscience punishes you. So it's a judge. And it's merciful. Well, why? Because if you act out the ideal, then your life improves. Well, when you look back on your past, It's generally having done something difficult that you remember positively, I would say. Yeah. So, so then there's something about you that craves difficulty, optimal difficulty at least. Yeah. Strangely enough. There's something that doesn't seem fair about that. Why couldn't we just be happy being who and what we are? Why is it that we're punished if we don't strive? Well, I don't know. Uh, we're negantropic organisms, right? I mean, we have to maintain this incredible complexity in the face of a dissipating universe. It requires effort. Uh, it's, the, it's, the, it's the second law of thermodynamics, I believe. That's why we have to strive. Well, why is the world constituted that way? I guess it's an infantile paradisal wish in some regard. Couldn't we just be rewarded for who we are? I can understand that. But I don't think that it works. I don't think that's how things... I don't think things function like that. And I don't think probably in the final analysis we really want them to. I don't know if anyone enjoys undeserved reward. You know, it it feels kind of creepy. Doesn't it to be rewarded for something you didn't do? The first decision you have to make is whether you want things to be better or worse. And it it seems to me that better is a better aim. And if that's what you want, then you can orient yourself to becoming fully on board with that. That's your motif. And I would say that's love in the religious sense is that love is the desire that all things flourish. And you might think that's evident. It's like it's not evident. This is hard because things are difficult. It's easy to become spiteful and bitter and resentful and to be self-denigrating and not to work for your own furtherance because you're ashamed of who you are, like deeply ashamed, maybe even ashamed to be human, the destructive species that we are. But that's the first thing. Do you want things to be better or worse for you and for the people around you? It's like, well, so that's your goal to make them better. Perhaps that's your goal.